Al Anderson Afternoons, the podcast. Coming up, Melanie Bedard from La Broquerie, Manitoba. Great story. She sang The Champion, wonderful tune, with Carrie Underwood at Bell MTS Place the other night. Wait till you hear this story. Also on the podcast, Sean Kay, for his 27th birthday this summer, he will sing in one night with six of the eight bands he's a part of. And also coming up on the podcast, Brian Smiley from Manitoba Public Insurance calls to their tip line going through the roof. Please rate the podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and now the podcast. Take a listen to Melanie Bedard from La Broquerie, Manitoba, singing here with Carrie Underwood the other night at Bell MTS Place in Winnipeg. Great job, Melanie. They sang the champion together, a very inspirational song. More on that in a bit. First of all, how did this happen for Melanie? Uh, well, it started out as a call out for submissions on her social media. She posted that she was looking for someone in each city stop to join her on stage to do the rap of the song. So we had to submit a video of ourselves doing the rap. And then it went through a panel of judges, and they would choose who they would pick in each city, and I was chosen for Winnipeg. How cool is that? Very cool. Good for you, Melanie. Now back to the song, The Champion. It just resonated with me. It just, what it did was that it made me realize that I could be my own champion, and I can be in control of my own happiness. Because I think too much of the time we depend on what others think and others to make us happy, but that's really our own responsibility and that comes from within. In fact, when the start, Macklin, McGarry and McNabb this morning asked Melanie to recite some of the song's words, it choked her up. And even the first line itself, which is, see us for the courage I possess through the drama. That in itself was the line that hit me and it's the first one. And then uh, it's just for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Uh, Oh, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) Gotta stay consistent. The P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is opportunity, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, because I'm never giving up. Great lyrics. I'm going to play the champion in just a bit. But I'll tell you this. I've never heard the song before. And when I watched the video this morning on YouTube, it brought me to tears. It moved Melanie, too. So much so, she decided to use this opportunity to go public about her own depression and anxiety. It was a time for me where I told myself, okay, this this is it. I've always been the type to be giving and listening to others. And I said, you know what, It's, it's time for me to say that I also suffer from some from mental illness issues and there's no shame in that. And I keep telling others this and why am I not telling myself this and revealing this to others? And so there was my moment to say, you know what, it's, it's, it's time to reveal this and share this and say, look what also can be done when living with this type of, of issue. And finally, what music means to Melanie? It's, it's an outlet. It's something that when, 
when I'm I'm on stage, I don't feel any of those feelings. All I feel is exhilaration, and it's I, I'm meant to be there. I'm, I belong on stage, and there's there's nothing at that point that can bring me down. Good stuff, Melanie. That was fantastic. <laughs> We're still on the music theme here. Sean Kay is in studio. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming in. So you own your own record label, Possessed Records. Yeah. And uh, you turn 27 this summer. Correct. And you decided uh, in order to celebrate your birthday, you were going to play with as many of your bands, the bands that you're in, as you could. And I said, wow, you're going to play with your six bands. He said, well, actually, I'm in how many? Eight. (laughs) You're in eight bands. How do you have a life or a job or anything? I don't know. <laughs> I love it. So you're in eight bands. You've convinced six of them to play for your birthday on July 20th. Your birthday's a couple days after that. Yeah. Uh, but on July 20th, you're going to, on your birthday that night, go around and play with six of your eight bands. Yeah. It's going to be a little marathon for me. Wow. And do you sing, play? Like, what's the deal? Uh, so out of these six, I play guitar in two. Uh, bass in three and then drums in one. And he had to write that down. That's what yeah. I find really because <laughs> I was asking him off air and he goes, Well, I got it written down. Hang on. How did you end up in eight bands, man? Uh, well, I you think... must be good. First of all, you must be a great player. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm easy going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so I think I had like two bands of my own sort of thing. Yeah. And then, uh, there's just one year I got asked to join like three bands at once, and I said yes to all of them. <laughs> and then I got asked to like fill in on this tour for another band, uh-huh. so I did that, and then I ended up just staying in that band. Yeah. So that like bumped my numbers up, <laughs> and and then I joined another one recently that was like an yeah. offshoot of another yeah. band. Are they all rock bands or what kind of bands? Uh, they're mostly like metal and punk rock. Yeah. Uh, one of them's like. Garage rock. Yeah. Cool. Then there's varying degrees of yeah. those genres, kind of. So uh, this is going to be a long night for you on July 20th. What clubs are you, where are you playing? Can you, do you uh, get that written down? So yeah, the whole show's at the Windsor Hotel. Oh, it's all happening at the Windsor. Yeah. That's smart. See, I was yeah. thinking you were going to run oh, all know. over the place. No, yeah. yeah, it's just going to be like backlined and then yeah. just like quick switches. That's a good idea. Yeah. Very good idea. So can people buy tickets for your birthday party? Yeah, you can just come to the door. Uh, it's just ten dollars at the door, or I made it five dollars with a party hat. <laughs> Very good, yes. idea. Right. Yep. Uh, that's on July twentieth, and where is it again? What's the venue? Uh, the Windsor Hotel. The Windsor, which and is on Gary. Street. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yep. Well, everybody knows the Windsor. Um, and you're only going to be you're twenty six now. You will be twenty seven. Yeah. So you're a young guy. I mean, you know, I guess at that age you can be in eight bands and and still be alive. Yeah. I can't go out and watch one band and be alive the next day. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> well, I'm happy for you. This is a great idea. Uh, and and I don't know if you had this idea or not, but, you know, if you do really well and sell a lot of tickets, maybe kick a couple bucks to a good cause or something, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make it free at first, but... Uh, no. So then uh, yeah. my friends are like, oh, it's 10 bucks is all right. I'll tell you what, man. Uh it, it's getting harder and harder for bands to make a buck out there. There aren't a lot of venues that'll, you know, bring in live music like that. So yeah, no, you and I and maybe you're the charity. Maybe maybe don't involve a charity. Yeah, I was maybe. thinking about buying myself <laughs> a nice present. But. Yeah, maybe maybe buy yourself a nice present. But that's on <laughs> uh, on July twentieth at the Windsor. It is Sean Kay's twenty seventh birthday. Six of his eight bands will be playing at the Windsor July twentieth. 
Uh, as he said, 10 bucks to get in or 5 bucks if you're wearing a party hat. It's his 27th birthday. I won't bring you in the next day, okay? I promise I won't bring right. you in the day after your birthday, but maybe come in the day of your birthday and we'll remind everybody and sell a All few right. more tickets yeah, for sounds you. Sounds great. Happy birthday, man. All right, thanks. Thanks for coming in. Sean Kay, he is the owner of Possessed Records, and for his birthday, July 20th at the Windsor, he is going to be playing on stage with six of his eight bands. Incredible. Right now, from Manitoba Public Insurance, Mr. Brian Smiley joins us on the phone. Hi, Brian. Good afternoon, Hal. Always a pleasure. Well, it's great chatting with you, too. I want to talk to you in a minute about this auto theft investigators conference that starts in Winnipeg tomorrow. But first of all, you you came out with some interesting numbers today on your tip line. Absolutely. We've noticed, uh, we've done a study on this, and for the first five months of 2019, MPI's tips line has received a 63% increase in calls compared to the same time period last year. In total, 290 calls were handled, resulting in 52 investigations. This is very good news, Hal. Potentially, this could save our customers millions of dollars. So what's going on? People are just catching on to the tip line and they're phoning it with the info they have? Well, we'd like to think that, but uh, quite frankly, we uh, MPI launched the first ever fraud campaign back in early 2019 in January. It was a campaign called Fraud We All Pay. It consisted of a TV commercial, radio, billboards, and it focused on how auto insurance fraud in Manitoba affects all our ratepayers, and that averages out to about $50 a year per person. So as a result of that commercial and that campaign, more Manitobans became aware of fraud and what fraud was and their awareness of fraud. And in most cases, I would imagine, because they're picking up the phone knowing they've got information that, uh, I, I guess my point is, it's probably, in most cases, pretty valuable information with these investigations. Some tips can be very, very valuable. Other tips can be a little bit frivolous in nature. But for the most part, they're legitimate. People have, people have taken up and picked up the phone to, uh, to make a call. Uh, they provide us with information. Again, we will look at this information. And in some situations, as I mentioned, in, uh, in, in for the first five months, 52 investigations have opened as a result of calls to the tips line for this year. And again, that is very good news. Again, the special investigation unit last year alone saved you and CGLB listeners nearly $13 million in fraudulent claims that would have been paid out. So we really are talking potentially based on these numbers about halfway through the year. This really could equate to millions more saved for uh, us uh, people that uh, buy car insurance. In a situation of a bodily injury claim, someone could go on on bodily injury payments for a number of years if we're able to determine through information that that is fraudulent that person's benefits can be terminated criminal charges can be laid again the defrauding mpi or defrauding any corporation could potentially result in criminal charges and i think for all the listeners out there they need to think twice before they want to try to do any fraud again it can have long-term consequences and what is the number let's get it out there quickly Let's get it out there, Hal. The number is one nine eight five eight four seven seven. That's for the CGOB listeners. Two zero four nine eight five eight four seven seven. All calls are anonymous, Hal. All right, and uh, the auto theft investigators conference here in town tomorrow. Uh, tell me about your involvement, or, or what do you know of this conference? Manitoba Public Insurance is a hosting this uh, this conference. It's, uh, it's called the Central Canadian Auto Theft Association, and it consists of various uh, law enforcement insurance investigators throughout uh, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, Quebec, 
Uh, again, they're coming into Manitoba, and uh, quite frankly, or they're going to be talking about uh, the trends relating to auto theft, sharing information, and again, to best assist them in determining how to reduce and eliminate auto theft in various jurisdictions. And, you know, uh, I, I'm pretty sure they've looked to us here in Winnipeg and Manitoba in the past because we did have, a, and it still happens, and in a lot of cases, the, key, the keys are in the car, but we did have a real bad car theft problem that is not near as bad as it once was. So I imagine they look to us and, and want to know how we did it. Well, absolutely. The uh, the Provincial Immobilizer Program, uh, probably launched about a decade ago now, uh, literally took Winnipeg off the map in terms of auto theft, thank goodness. Winnipeg at one stage was the auto theft capital of Canada. Literally, a, one vehicle was stolen every hour in the city of Winnipeg. Now we're down to four or five per day. Uh, the situation, the problem now in uh, in Manitoba is theft with keys hell. We know that there's about 3,400 vehicles stolen yearly in our province. 90% of those thefts are related to keys in the vehicle. That's the Manitoba issue. In other jurisdictions, they have their own problems. They have theft of high-end vehicles, exportation of those vehicles, chop shops. Uh, Those typical crimes aren't really that prevalent in Manitoba. Hmm. I wonder why that is. Any thoughts on that? Well, we know with uh, vehicle theft on the West Coast, and again in Quebec, they have access to ports. Mm. They're able to put vehicles in uh, shipping containers and get them out quickly. Uh, we know there's a high demand for vehicles in, in some Middle East countries where uh, top dollar for, for high-end vehicles. Uh, chop shops in Manitoba, there are some of them out there. We know that there are, but they're not as prevalent as some of the other jurisdictions. Again, our issue is the theft with keys. And, you know, when we talk about theft with keys, it always kind of surprises me um, I mean, I grew up in a small town. It, we locked our door. I guess Winnipeg can be sort of like a small town, but I just don't understand the theft with keys. I, I just don't, I can't believe that in 2019 that still happens as much as it does. Well, it's important for vehicle owners to protect their keys because, quite frankly, when a vehicle is stolen, it can be driven in a very, very dangerous manner, if not fatal. We know that car thieves are traveling at high rates of speed. We know that there's sometimes police pursuits uh, that result of the stolen vehicle. So for vehicles out there, vehicle owners out there who think about leaving their keys in the ignition, please don't because potentially uh, that vehicle could be stolen. It could be uh, involved in a high-speed chase and potentially a friend or a relative could be badly injured in a collision. Uh, Brian, thanks a lot for your time. Appreciate it. You're very welcome, Hal. Thanks for calling. Brian Smiley at Manitoba Public Insurance joining us here this afternoon. Their tip line up 63%. A lot more people calling in their fraud tips when it comes to Manitoba Public Insurance. Hal Anderson Afternoons, the podcast, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you find your favorite podcasts.